Ashley's UN Insights, a weekly look at the work of the United Nations. Welcome to Ashling's UN Insights. Having recently returned from an internship at the United Nations headquarters in New York, and with my family growing weary of my constant yammering on about it, I've decided to pass on what I've learned to you lovely listeners. The UN is heralding the 2020s as their decade of action. So what exactly is it that they're working on? This week, we're looking at Sustainable Development Goal number 15, entitled Life on Land. This Sustainable Development Goal aims to protect, restore and promote sustainable use of terrestrial ecosystems, sustainably managed forests, combat desertification and halt and reverse land degradation and halt biodiversity loss. This includes goals to, by 2020, ensure the conservation, restoration and sustainable use of freshwater ecosystems promote the sustainable management of all types of forests, halt deforestation, restore degraded forests, and substantially increase afforestation and forest restoration, and protect and prevent the extinction of threatened species. SDG 15 also aims to introduce measures to prevent the introduction of invasive alien species on land and water ecosystems, and integrate ecosystem and biodiversity values into national and local planning, development processes, poverty reduction strategies and accounts by 2020. There are also longer-term goals to combat desertification, restore degraded land and soil, achieve a land degradation neutral world, ensure the conservation of mountain ecosystems, and take urgent and significant action to reduce the degradation of natural habitats and halt biodiversity loss by 2030. This Sustainable Development Goal also aims to end poaching and trafficking of protected species by addressing both the demand and supply of illegal wildlife products, and aims to promote fair and equitable sharing of the benefits which come from using genetic resources and promote appropriate access to such resources. The UN hoped to achieve this through a variety of methods, such as significantly increasing, and then mobilising, financial resources to conserve and sustainably use biodiversity and ecosystems, and to finance sustainable forest management and provide adequate incentives for countries to advance such management, including for conservation and reforestation. The UN are also trying to enhance global support for efforts to combat the poaching and trafficking of protected species, such as by increasing the capacity of local communities to pursue sustainable livelihood opportunities. So, how close are we to achieving those goals? Unfortunately, the world is falling short of the goal to halt biodiversity loss by 2020, since over 31,000 species are still threatened with extinction, and each year, from 2015 to 2020, 10 million hectares of forests were destroyed. Around 2 billion hectares of land is degraded, which affects around 3.2 billion people, and only around 37 countries are on track to achieve their national targets of integrating biodiversity concerns into national planning. However, on a more positive note, the average proportion of key biodiversity area for terrestrial, freshwater and mountain biodiversity which are within protected areas, has increased by around 12-13% to since the year 2000. And in 2017, 8.7 
$1.5 billion from bilateral official development assistance was put towards biodiversity issues. As of 2019, 123 countries had committed themselves to setting their voluntary targets for achieving land degradation neutrality, and as of February 2020, 122 countries and the European Union had ratified the Nagoya Protocol on access to genetic resources and the fair and equitable sharing of benefits arising from their utilisation to the Convention on Biological Diversity, which shows a willing to make positive progress on the issues outlined in Sustainable Development Goal 15. The scope of the United Nations is huge, since there are many departments tackling different global issues, so each week I'm shining the spotlight on one department and looking at the work that they do. This week I want to look at the United Nations Forum on Forests, whose acronym is UNFF and is within the Department of Economic and Social Affairs. The UNFF was established in October 2000 with the objective of promoting the management, conservation and sustainable development of all types of forests and to strengthen long-term political commitment to this end. This department is a focal point of intergovernmental cooperation, policy analysis and capacity development related to the issues of sustainable forest management and the financing of this. The UNFF aims to facilitate access to financing for sustainable forest management, raise awareness of the importance of forests, promote coordination and cooperation on forests, and promote high-level political engagement in support of the sustainable management of forests. In 2006, the UNFF set out four global objectives on forests, which are as follows. To reverse the loss of forest cover worldwide through sustainable forest management and increase efforts to prevent forest degradation. To enhance forest-based economic, social and environmental benefits, including by improving the livelihoods of forest-dependent people. To significantly increase the area of sustainably managed forests and increase the proportion of forest products derived from sustainably managed forests. And finally, to reverse the decline in official development assistance, as well as mobilise new and additional financial resources from all sources for the implementation of sustainable forest management. In April 2017, the UN adopted the first Strategic Plan for Forests, which is a global framework for action on all levels to sustainably manage all types of forests and trees outside of forests and stop deforestation and forest degradation. This includes the target of increasing the global forest area by 3% by 2030, an increase of around 120 million hectares, which is an area more than double the size of France. There were a handful of international days this week. These days aim to raise awareness of a particular global issue, and if any of these topics really pique your interest, then I encourage you to look into them further, as that is exactly the aim of declaring international days in this way. Yesterday, Saturday the 29th of August, was the International Day Against Nuclear Tests. Since nuclear weapons testing began in July 1945, nearly 2,000 nuclear weapons tests have taken place. By recognising this International Day, the UN hoped to increase awareness and education about the negative effects of nuclear weapon test explosions, or other nuclear explosions, in order to emphasise the need to stop nuclear weapons testing as a step towards the UN's goal of a nuclear weapon-free world. Today, Sunday the 30th of August, is the International Day of the Victims of Enforced Disappearances. 
Enforced disappearances is a global problem with hundreds of thousands of people having vanished during conflicts or periods of repression in at least 85 countries. It is used as a strategy to spread terror within a society since it affects whole communities beyond the victim themselves and their families. It is a severe violation of human rights and more support is needed for victims, their families and their communities. So, what has been discussed at the UN this week? As before, if any of the things I mention particularly catch your attention, then you can hop on the UN Web TV website and watch the meetings in full. On Monday, there was a Security Council meeting about the threats to international peace and security caused by terrorist acts. They specifically discussed the recent surge in ISIL activity in Iraq and the Syrian Arab Republic, and the potential impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on terrorism. On Tuesday, there was a Security Council meeting about the situation between Israel and Palestine, discussing in particular Israel's recent agreement to halt the annexation of parts of the West Bank, as well as the economic and humanitarian situation in Gaza. On Wednesday and Thursday, there were meetings of the Committee of Experts on Global Geospatial Information Management, which aimed to discuss and address several emerging and critical issues and future trends related to the role and contribution of integrated geospatial information management within national, regional and global settings. Throughout the week, there were also meetings about the situation in Iraq and Syria more generally. That's all from me for now. But join me next week for more UN insights and news. See you then. Ashling's UN Insights, a weekly look at the work of the United Nations. Radio.